live from the ESPN 690 Anajar Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Because he just said it's different. It's different um, in an aspect of this. I'm in a bubble with no fans. But as far as uh, me being locked in on the game plan, that doesn't change. Not one bit. Um, me uh, going out and making plays um, at a high level, try to help our team win. That was the same. Nothing changes from that. Um, you know, so that's the same thing. That is LeBron James. Lakers down a game. Bucks down a game. Bucks way more surprising than the Lakers. We'll talk maybe a little bit more NBA, but we got too much hot topic stuff like flaming hot Cheetos yeah. and Yannick Ngakwe potential trade rumors. Uh, so uh, we'll get to maybe a little NBA later on. But real quickly, mm-hmm. any I won't even ask you because you're emotionally attached. Coos, Driving Dish <laughs> Podcast, uh, Bucks, Lakers. I am emotionally attached. Uh, any chance they get upset in this opening round? I mean, w- seriously, are you thinking, okay, I'll ride with the – if I gave you a chance at – what for for a hundred bucks, <laughs> and and you I give you you put a hundred bucks down, and I'll give you twenty five hundred in return, and you have to take take one to uh, sounds like Brent's already done this to win. <laughs> right. Would you do it? Uh, I or, would, would you be confident enough? Because we know you're cheap, so hundred bucks would be a lot to you. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this would be great. I would be like, you know, just tell me which one, and I'll do that. Yep. Um, you don't have to do it. Is my point though? Would you put a hundred bucks on one of the two? Portland or Orlando to upset you cash in at twenty five. It's my one hundred dollars, not your one hundred dollars. It's your one hundred dollars. Then probably not. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't put money on it. If it was your one hundred dollars, I'd put it on Portland. But um, I don't think I don't think either of them are going to do it. I could see both of them potentially getting one more game, but it's like you've literally in both instances poked the bear, and so now I feel like we're going to see the real. You know, Bucks, the real Lakers come to play in, in game two. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, they'll wake uh, wake up a little bit, I would think, and better team usually wins in, in these kind of series. But we'll see what happens. Uh, they're flawed, and they're not playing well, and it's now more than, like, three games. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's been a bit. Uh, so you, can you just turn it on and turn it off? Well, they proved in game one they couldn't. So we'll see what happens. And the pressure will mount, by the way, on the Bucks and the Lakers. Yeah. No question about it. Uh, that uh, will will certainly happen. You watched Hard Knocks. I did. The the question is, let's get to this question first before we get to Jalen. Okay. McVeigh or Lynn? Two yeah. different cats now. Mm-hmm. But two guys that you, you kind of would want to play for, I think. For sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and they're two sides of the coaching spectrum. You have... Um, Anthony Lynn, who reminds me a lot of like that cool uncle at, at like your family cookout, right? Like he's kind of laid back a little bit. Um, you know, like obviously he, he's got a pretty calm and soothing demeanor let's just say yeah he can get loud and like any coach could but he's a little more laid back i feel like obviously sean mcveigh coming from you know the the john gruden school of coaching well he's like john gruden right he's in your face he's having fun he's laughing he's always talking um you know he obviously commands the room and things like that so it, it begs the question of if you're a football player which one would you want to be around and granted everyone's got different opinions from my personality and my perspective, I've been watching Hard Knocks. You know, I'm obviously a big fan of it, and I've been following both coaches carefully. From a personality standpoint, I would much rather prefer Anthony Lynn. Just because 
I found that in my career, the coaches that I do best with aren't the coaches that are always in my face and maybe yelling or, and, you know, even having fun with me. It's the coaches that, you know, are a little more calm that I respect where it's like, man, if I mess up, I'm going to let that person down. Right. I had those coaches in college and I had a couple of those coaches in the NFL. Those are the coaches to me that, you know, can bring out the best in me. Not necessarily the vocal coaches, but it's the coaches that are a little more calm and I respect a lot more. I respect all coaches, obviously, but I just respond better to the laid back ones. But as far as the styles are concerned, I would probably take Sean McVay from if I'm going to build my team, I'm taking Sean McVay because he is so hands on with his quarterbacks, man. He is so hands-on with that offense, as opposed to Sean McVay, where yeah, Justin Herbert uh, during a you know during a minute or so messed up the, the snap count, right? So then Anthony Wynn had to insert himself, say no, yeah, do it better, do it better. But like McVay, I mean, every single play he's calling out Jared Goff. He's got his fingerprint obviously on that offense, and more importantly, the quarterback. We talk about the quarterback being the most important position on the field. I want a guy who can relate to the quarterback in every single way. And I think that's Sean McVay. So if it's a player, I'm taking Anthony Lynn. If I'm building a team, I'm going Sean McVay. Interesting. Uh, they're both offensive guys. Uh, you know, one a uh, lot younger with a lot more, uh, like you said, a little hype, energy, all that kind of stuff. Or mm-hmm. talk about relating to the younger player. Uh, one's a, a little bit more of an elder statesman, although not old. Anthony Lynn's not an old guy. Uh, and it is, it does have a little bit more of your brother's coaching the team with Sean McVay and your dad's coaching the team with Anthony Lynn Field yeah. uh, to it. What's interesting to me, see, Anthony Lynn showed a little bit in uh, the Hard Knocks series so far that when he needs to get stern or when he needs yep. to give you that look, he has it. Yep. You know, there's a lot of talk about even Gus when he was here that he was just, did he have that other side? Did he showcase that other side enough? Uh, whether he did behind closed doors or not. And some people said he would. Uh, some people said, you know, he'd find people, all this kind of stuff more than the, everybody knew. He just didn't make it part of his persona in front of a microphone and everything else. But uh, it's fair question for what everybody else is seeing is, well, did you do that enough? Did you show this stern nature, I'm pissed off kind of nature? Well, Lynn kind of has that. He, mm-hmm. he is that soothing kind of uh, wise old, not old, wise man, yeah. fatherly advice kind of guy. But he also has that look like, I don't want to piss him off. Mm-hmm. you know. And he got, you kind of get that sense, and I don't even know him. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't played for him. I haven't been around him a lot. But mm-hmm. just from watching, you can kind of tell that. McVay, what what I wonder about McVay's style, and McVay's going to kind of get back at you because he he's going to be careful with this at his age, right? He's like 32 years old. Yeah. And so <laughs> with his age, I think you got to be a little careful how you treat you know, how much you're getting, you're yelling at guys, mm-hmm. you're talking down to guys as this guy who knows everything. Mm-hmm. He's got to be careful. He's got to measure that. He's got to weigh that, especially with some of the veterans, I would assume. So what I'm getting to here with McVay, my thought that goes through my mind is when things are going well, when they go to the Super Bowl, yeah. man, they really start rolling. Oh, yeah. Rolling Everyone's because everybody's in. fun. Man, this is fun. It, it works. It's loose. It's good. It's mm-hmm. great to be around the energy. It just kind of snowballs. Mm-hmm. What's what would be interesting to see is how did it go last year when they didn't meet expectations? How much were guys kind of rumbling, especially the older guys? Like, really? I mean, I mean, this is getting old. Like the yeah. the, the the shtick that some people would call it, the energy. Is it real? All you know, is he more concerned about his shirt off in his pool <laughs> overlooking the city? Which he commented on, by the way, which but, is awesome. Yeah. So I, I guess those things come into play. You know, uh, where I would think good times, bad times, steady. 
yeah. Anthony Lynn, mm-hmm. you're not going to get those emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, I, I'm not I'm not trying to be unfair to McVeigh. I don't know if those emotions did happen in the locker room last year or would happen if they failed miserably. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I would just kind of assume there could be a little sense of that. Because I think it's important to note, Anthony Lynn blends in with the organization. Uh, if you talk about head coaches across the NFL, Anthony Lynn does not come to mind. If you talk about coaches across the NFL, oh, yeah. McVeigh comes to mind. McVeigh is what I've argued a little bit with Jalen Ramsey going out to LA. McVeigh is more of a star than Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. Like McVeigh is one of the stars of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what's kind of unique about him. Yeah, I mean, kinda I like I, Pete Carroll in that sense. Carroll's kind of a star, well, you know? Well, without a doubt. And, and listen, he's a star for a couple reasons. But the main reason is he's had so much success early on. Now, last year, obviously, maybe they underachieved a little bit. But when you're the new coach, you go to the Super Bowl right away, you're going to get some attention. And then when you're the young guy on campus, it's your first head coaching gig. You can get some attention. So I absolutely agree with you here. I mean, you can get, you make an argument, too, as well. Like, Bill Belichick gets a lot of attention as well. And it seemed to work out for the New England Patriots. So it was interesting, you know, and there's arguments for both sides. But I will say this, though. Regardless of the personality, both guys seem like they can relate to their players pretty well. Right? The, both guys have made it a habit, um, especially during these times right now, to, to, I think, at least make players feel as comfortable as possible. I'll tell you what else is crazy, too. Seeing Rex Ryan's son now on the Chargers coaches after they showcased him last night because uh, he had, like, a false test with COVID-19. Rex Ryan's son, man, like, he looks nothing like his dad because I think he used to play at Clemson, if I'm not mistaken. Played uh, his football at Clemson. I don't know. Yeah. But, um Look, something like his dad, you can tell from the mannerisms, though. Like, there's some, there's some Ryan in him. Let's just say that. Uh, I didn't, I did not see, yeah. uh, last night's episode, uh, yet. I mean, they're going to rerun it and play it, and I'll, I'll watch it, but I just haven't seen it yet. Um, so you were telling me a little Jail- bit more about the Jalen Ramsey oh, house man. hunting stuff. And I guess my curiosity, and this is good because I haven't really seen it, it actually works better. Uh, is he going to, at the end of this, be a star? Or be one of the most disliked players mm-hmm. in the NFL. Now, I understand he's disliked here in Jacksonville. I get it. Uh, and I understand when you, with Jalen, even the teams that he played, the other fan bases, you kind of disliked him. But he's the guy that everybody would want on their team. Yeah. I'm wondering if by the end of this thing, does anybody even want him on the team? Mm-hmm. You know, is, is he is he coming across like um, that already, and will that continue? Listen. As far as, you know, being the loud individual in practice and, and commanding uh, the attention and the cameras, you saw that last night. I mean, Jalen hasn't changed. What Jalen has going for him, though, is the fact that if you can play like one of the best corners, if not the best corner in the entire NFL, it doesn't matter how you act in front of the cameras. doesn't matter how you act with your teammates. They're going to, I mean, they're going to want you on the team, man. All right? Because teams want great players. But last night's episode with Jalen Ramsey, and this was like a, kind of like a Jalen Ramsey showcase, and I'm wondering if every single episode is going to be a Jalen Ramsey showcase. But, like, you know, like the movie scene, I'm trying to think, like, you know, like the movie scene from Richie Rich when he gets all that money and all of a sudden, like, he, he has, like, he's going to the stores and, like, what I want, you got hand, hand, you know, it's like a montage. You know what I'm saying? I love the fact that, again, another movie that I've seen, I've been asked music questions on yeah. Live Local Loud a couple of times when I've been out with those guys, yeah. and I've been able to answer it, yeah, and yeah. now I know what you're talking about a couple of times this week, I think, on Movie references. You're killing it, man. So, you know what I'm, about? I'm know, very proud of myself. But, you know, it's like a montage and the music playing in the background. <laughs> that was Jalen Ramsey last night. He was driving in a vehicle that I've never seen before. I I want one. Custom don't, made. Don't want to see the price tag. I think it was like a G-Wagon, but once again, I don't know what that was I saw last night. Very cool. So he's driving in this thing, and he's house hunting, Brent, all right? 
and I guess house hunting in the California hills and in the Hollywood hills, wherever you're living, is different than house hunting here in Jacksonville. (laughs) Because the whole premise was is that he's going to this house to see if he wants to purchase it. Well, they talked to the realtor, realtor, and the realtor said that they custom made the house and like the showing to Jalen Ramsey. So, like, as Jalen Ramsey was seeing if he's interested in this house, I'm sure he was on Zillow or whatever. Like, oh, this house looks interesting. So he goes to the house. The realtor had pictures of Jalen Ramsey and his family, like, scattered throughout the house. But just wait, there's more. Then they had, like... That's weird. Then they had Jalen Ramsey quotes on, like, these giant paintings in the garage. So, like, they had his quotes. He said, we're going to win this. That that might have been there. I mean, it was one of like, uh, you know, uh, let go and let let God or something like that. Whatever, you know. So he had they had that going for him, and then they had some artists come in and make like a custom twenty dollar bill and put it in a frame because you know he rocked the twenty dollar bill on his pads. So they had that for him. And then you go outside, and obviously it's overlooking the hills, Brent. Beautiful view. And here we have some kind of custom painting of like a tattoo that he just got scattered around the fence. All for a house showing. He hasn't bought the house yet. This is to make him, quote unquote, feel at home. Do you think like Hard Knocks helped set that up? I have no idea. I mean, idea. they must have, right? If they were following. I'm just saying in That's California. like over the top. Hey, I'm just saying in California. Yeah. When I was buying my house, so you want this or not? I wanna, uh, I'm going to go to house hunting in California just to see pictures of myself and maybe quotes. <laughs> well, they, like, they did the research. Like, they went on his Instagram. They're saying like they, they did added stuff from his Instagram. Wild. It's crazy, man. Wild and kind of weird. Very weird. Outdoor fireplace? Uh, no outdoor fireplace, but he's talking about putting a pool in. If he was going to buy the house, he's talking about putting a pool in. And we don't know if he bought the house. No idea if he bought we'll the house or not. find out maybe later on. Stay tuned. When we see him in the house. Stay tuned. Yeah. So I get, that's why I just asked. Is he hurting his brand or helping his brand? Because we were talking about it a little bit before, and you kind of were like... Well, listen. This, I'm g- this, this episode didn't make... <laughs> yeah, I mean... Make, you didn't think this episode made Jalen more fans. You is know, that fair to say? It, it was the lifestyles of the rich and famous, right? And maybe to some fans, they're into that kind of thing. You know how I operate, man. Yeah, okay, yeah. I guess just not my style. But, like, the one cringeworthy part of it was, you know, there's a realtor there, and she's talking about the house. And, spoiler alert, the realtor, very, very aesthetically pleasing in the in the Hollywood Hills, go figure. Surprising. Right? So she's selling the house, and she goes, like, a fun fact about this house is that it's made uh, completely of steel. And then Jalen Ramsey turns to her and goes, well, so are my abs. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Does it make it worse because of like the coronavirus and quarantine and people potentially not having jobs because of it? I know it's like, you know, it was like the baseball argument you were saying. And I know this yeah. is totally different as a show, but yeah, I, I think I feel like we've had those discussions a little bit over the last five months. Like you can be a little careful talking about money. And it's like uh, when Jan was sure a lot of people said like the Jan thing, 17, 18, 19 million dollars. Really, people don't even have jobs right now. I don't feel like there's a huge backlash in that. I understand there are people that bring that up. Uh, it's a different world. Uh, yeah. listen, there are a lot of people not named football players or athletes that are also making a ton of money right now and have actually made more money since the pandemic hit yeah. because of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way it is. It doesn't mean it's great for everybody, and, and everybody acknowledges that. But I think people know. I, 
So no. to answer your question, because I don't think so. I, I don't think that the the lavish style of it. I think I think people embrace to, that actually. You, you you have to portray L.A. that way, Hollywood a little bit that way. You know those that that's what people have in mind. They think that's the way it is there in, a, in parts. It's something from the unusual, right? It's almost like you're watching MTV Cribs during like the housing crash back in the, like the 2000s, yeah. right? Like I mean, like people got it, you know. Like and listen, Jalen Ramsey, he's earned that money. He can spend it however he wants to. I get what Hard Knocks was trying to do. But from my perspective, I just I wasn't the biggest fan. Listen, if you wanted to, from from Kuz's point of view, right there, if you want to uh, not watch that kind of stuff and, yeah. and athletes who make a ton of money still be able to spend a ton of money in this time, well then go watch the the documentaries and everything on athletes that burn all their money. Yeah, uh, because exactly. there's that out there too that you can watch. So, Both sides uh, yep. to each his own. But it's just interesting, like you know me man i liked i like jalen yeah i like ha- i liked having jalen around here i know jacksonville by the way the quote was the best one of the best days of my life was when i got traded from jacksonville to la yeah that, that i mean that was one. a dig at jacksonville that's been a little bit listen i i've said this about ramsey just to be clear that i think he is fun to cover Mm-hmm. I think for my job, mm-hmm. I think we haven't had guys like that in Jacksonville very often. And so I think that's part of professional sports. So it's, once in a while you have those guys. I think he's a tremendous football player. Mm-hmm. So those are the reasons why I've said I wish Jalen was still here, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but that being said, he can be a giant pain mm-hmm. with all that's transpired here in Jacksonville. I don't I don't blame any Jacksonville fan that's glad he's gone and that re- has their rebuttal to what Jalen said. It was a great day for us, too. But I don't think they genuinely <laughs> yeah. believe it or believed it at the time. Uh, the one thing I have, I, I think I could be really critical of Jalen since he left is it shows his immaturity that he keeps piling on, yeah. you know, that he keeps – needling Jacksonville I mean, and that just, whole situation. It's like, yeah. dude, you made $30 million here or $27 million here. This place treated you well. People bought you jerseys. Uh, you know, you were a star. You could have been a bigger star here than you are there, believe it or not, mm-hmm. even though you're on hard knocks right now. All those things, you wanted out. You made that bet. Mm-hmm. They didn't say, I want you out. You said we, you wanted out. So don't keep needling Jacksonville about it. Uh, now that you're glad you're gone and all these things. And I think he's done that on a couple of t- things, whether it's social media, whether it's now this. And it just continues, in my opinion, to show his immaturity. And what I've always said about Jalen, even covering him, is I still don't know if that guy knows who he wants to be, who he is. I think he's caught up in the cameras, the hard knocks, yeah. all this other stuff with attention rather than really knowing who he is. And, and maybe he you know, develops still, into that guy in another three, four years and, and then is comfortable with whoever he is. Yeah, I definitely agree with you where he's still trying to figure out who he is as a person. Okay, and I'll come along with you, man. Whenever you rip up on the Jaguars in the city, listen, I understand it didn't go well for you here, okay? But at the end of the day, you won. You got what you wanted. Congratulations. And you're going to make probably a lot of money down the road. Congratulations. You're winning right now. You definitely are. But like every time you throw that little, you know, cheap shot to Jacksonville, you're essentially like opening up a scab and trying to pour salt in it again. 
for what reason? You know, and like to me, it comes down to well, you're trying to play the heel. Like you're 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 trying to play the bad guy right now. There's not a lot of bad guys. You don't have to try though. Yeah, but but, (laughs) here's what I'm saying though. But here's my point though, Brent. You're you're playing the villain. You're playing the bad guy. You're and that's cool. You you play a position where you can get away with that. You know what? And maybe some endorsement opportunities. Maybe from a branding standpoint, you're getting more love than ever. Maybe you're trending on Twitter nonstop because you're the bad guy. I love it then. Fantastic. Be the bad guy. I embrace that, man. Do you. But what I have a problem with is then you can't be the bad guy one second and then quote Bible verses the next second. Okay? Like, you, you can't have it both ways. And then say, to, like, why are you guys asking me all these questions? Why yeah. are you guys, th- you know, yeah. it's always like, well, well, you kind of want us to ask you those questions. Doesn't Correct. it feel that way? Correct. So, to me, you can't have it both ways. No, whatever. I mean, it, it's worked out for him so far. Look where he's at now. He's being super successful driving around cars that I've never <laughs> seen before. So who, who, who Buying hey. houses with his own pictures yeah, in it. Yeah, exactly. So who am I to say? Like, once again, the only thing my mother told me, she goes, uh, you want this house or not? You had, you had a pretty good high school football team for your son. Oh, sold. Thanks. Like, that's all she told me. But with that being said, though, um, I think this is it's a matter of Jalen Ramsey eventually finding out who he is. He doesn't know quite yet. And eventually, man, and this is just from my perspective and my opinion about it, eventually you will get called out on. If you're not gonna if you're not gonna stay in a lane and be the heel, or you're gonna try to be the good guy and go back and forth and switch the lanes, eventually it will come back to bite you. Because with social media or just people out there in the airwaves, they always see through the fakeness. And when they see through the fakeness and when you you no longer serve a purpose from a football standpoint, they will call you up. Yeah. yeah it'll be interesting to see. I, I think it's interesting to watch players' maturation in general. Mm-hmm. I think there will be that with um, with Jalen Ramsey. And, you know, the guy we always refer to with Jalen Ramsey is Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, it took Deion a long time to kind of – feel like i don't know if he ever did yeah he does like Dion's different than he was when he was playing days so i guess your sure. playing days and your post-playing days are a little bit different i'm not sure Dion ever did snap out of that stage though from a playing standpoint the brand stuff everything else yeah yeah uh but he had it more figured out you know it was more of a plan mm-hmm. it was more executed consistently i feel like jalen's is a li- his execution of his plan is a little all over the place at mm-hmm. times um, I guess is the best way I could describe it. Steven's been hanging on the line. Wants to talk to Yannick Ngakwe. Will he be traded away in the next day or two? Speaking of guys that have been traded away, we'll see. There are some rumors out there, although, once again, if you're just jumping in on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690, I'll tell you what I know, and that is nothing is imminent when it comes to uh, the Jaguars working a deal for Yannick Ngakwe. But uh, when asked about it, uh, nobody denied it that I talked to. So maybe there is something in the works. Steven, what's happening? Thanks for uh, listening to Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Hey, not too much. How about you guys? Doing good? Doing well, man. Doing great, man. Uh, with this whole trade, if we're unable to get a player, or at least that Austin's looking at, nothing jumping out at him, could you guys entertain maybe a second round and a third round for Jan? Hence, we'd have six picks within the first three rounds, and we got to take into fact a lot of players are on their contract year, so if we don't sign anybody or a lot of them back, that just puts more salary for us, especially the Nick Foles money getting off the books. We can do better in free agency, and, I mean, six picks in the first three rounds doesn't sound too bad. Thanks, Stephen. Appreciate the call. Listen, my uh, my conversation today and uh, energetic one at that when talking about the just a second round pick is what 
Lombardi was hearing is is that is just a second round pick is not good enough. If you want to start throwing in other picks, whether it's a player, whether it's another second round pick, whether it's a third round pick, I don't know what the deal is. I'll revisit what the deal looks like when it's done, if it's done, and if it's more stuff. What I'm saying is one pick, one second round pick, no way. I'm not doing that, especially at this stage in the middle of August. I'm not doing that. So that's my beef, uh, if that is true. And, and with all due respect to, to Lombardi, he kind of was just said, I'm hearing that. He, he did not say, uh, this is the trade. This is the parameters. Uh, so I think a lot could change on that. And my guess is, uh, again, because nothing's imminent, there's still a lot of conversation and negotiation if a deal is in the works. So would you say a second and third? I'd probably be a little bit... That that would be more appetizing to me. They're not getting two ones. Yeah. Uh, could they still get a one? Maybe. Uh, but that looks less and less likely because he's been on the block for over a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a uh, second-round pick uh, and something else, and we were saying a defensive tackle seems to make a little more sense if something's going to happen. And I think that's a giant if. I don't want to talk like this thing's a done deal or uh, 95% there. In fact, I don't feel like it's even – Close to 95% just yet, at least from what I can gain. So Jets, um, NFL columnist for the Daily News, Manish Mehta. Manish Mehta has just said that the Jets, uh, by his understanding, that the Jets are not involved in discussions right now dealing with Jaguars defensive end Yannick Ngakwe. Listen. So take it for what you want. Well, here's the deal, too. Okay, here's the other thing about the Yon stuff. And we've been doing this for a year. There have been a lot of things floated out there in the last year. How much was true? How much was not? Who was interested? Who was not? Mm -hmm. There have been a lot of things to try to get this ball rolling to get Jan out of town. Mm -hmm. So that was a previous camp, agent, player, whoever else. Uh, But sometimes you'll do that, I would assume, in that industry, in that business, when you're trying to get a deal done, is like, hey, this could be here. This would look good. Or, Or people misinterpret your conversation say you know cleveland would be a great spot and then all of a sudden bam hey cleveland's good yeah, you know, know listen we you take it and run now what's interesting here is jan just hired a new agent in the last couple of days and now we're hearing rumors or mike lombardi's hearing rumors and reporting something that could be happening what triggered that uh, is is interesting uh, relationships with this new agent uh, uh more uh comfortability and a better relationship between Jan and this camp and the Jags. They've settled things and said, okay, this is now that we can talk reasonably and now that we're not odds with each other and the emotions taken out of it, mm-hmm. what do we all want? Maybe that sped things up in the, in the last couple of days. But we don't know. Nothing's done. And again, as far as I know, and I've been telling you all afternoon ever since this came out around 320, that, uh, Everything I can gain is nothing is imminent. Now, that was two hours ago. Things changed awfully quick yep. in the NFL. We'll keep our eye on it. Uh, so, uh, is is Mike Lombardi now just hearing things? Is he just throwing the Jets out there because it made sense? Uh, we don't know. You know, we don't know. Uh, he's a, he's a guy that's got NFL connections, so I think it was worth it's worth the conversation today that we've had. Uh, we just don't know where it is um, until we get a little bit more info or yeah, if something happens. But he also got conned in by a fake account, supposedly, saying the Ravens. So you know what? If that happens, then you have to go on timeout for a day. How does that sound? It, it, he did. And if that, you get conned, you go on timeout. That's what makes you kind of like, okay, how is this really close? Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Jan, by tomorrow when we come on the show. By tomorrow. Is, 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 he, is, he, is something like... Are there more reports? Is there more heat to this at the very least? It, or or is he traded? Or yeah. is this still like we're talking about a Mike Lombardi tweet 
that we've we've now run with for two and a half hours on a show and talked all around it. I know. Uh, and are we doing that again? Okay, when's the next nugget of knowledge dropping on the on front? Which way do you think it will be by tomorrow around three o'clock? I figure there'll be more to it. But I don't see it happen until like a Friday or a Saturday, kind of like towards the end of the weekend, if they do confirm something of a trade. So that being said, that that sounds like then you believe there's a little smoke here. I'm sure there's a little smoke, you know, for sure. But um, I think it's going to take some time to get – I mean, if it does go down, it'll take some time to get the everything ironed out and everything like that. And by the way, Lombardi, you're going on timeout. Simple as that, man. Well, you know, they could have been listening to the show. No, I'm mad I got about just a second-round pick, and now they're back at the table. <laughs> Well, then you're welcome, Jay Horse fans. <laughs> Go ahead and add us then, yeah. I mean, that could be it, too. Yeah, that could definitely be it. They're like, well, you know, Brent's always had her back. He's always been very supportive. And this one time, he's coming unhinged a little bit. Let's listen to him. Yeah, might have shot some texts a certain way. Yeah, I like it, man. Uh, the the uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos versus Cheetos poll is up. Yep. And we've been scolded a little bit because we didn't include jalapeno cheddar. Oh, I mean, come on. those are uh, that, that's That's a gimme, though. Those are the best. Yeah, I don't That's think what you're they doing too well, though. Huh? I don't think you're doing well. In yeah, the you cold. know why? Because the, the country is soft. Well, I mean, we've heard it how many times? It's a soft country we live in. What more what do you want so me to say? So if I had that's why I didn't want, like, I almost put puffs on my Oh, don't, poll, put, don't put puffs. But I didn't want to distract from the actual conversation, which was Flaming yeah. Hot Cheetos or regular. Don't put puffs. If you were to put puffs, I would have reported you and got you shut down. What do you think? Which one does Jalen Ramsey eat? Uh, puffs. Uh, <laughs> home, and we're all you know what? Yeah, you're gonna block again. That's the most disrespectful thing you can ever say about somebody. They puff Cheetos, man. <laughs> so disrespectful, Brent. A little NBA playoffs, the latest on uh, anything going on with Jan and the Jaguars. That's coming up. One more segment to go here on a Wednesday. Been a fun show. Thanks for hanging with us on ESPN 690. Patrick Mahomes is a bad brother, but I got news for you. Not only is Patrick Mahomes 24 going on 25, do you know how old Tyreek Hill is? He's 25. You know how old Sammy Watkins is? He's 26. You know how old or how old McCole Hardman is? Who can ball, by the way? He's 21. When you've got those kind of weapons as receivers, a veteran at age 30 like Travis Kelsey, who at the moment is a top two tight end in the game of football, I think number one. And then you got a guy like Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback with Andy Reid calling plays, I don't think it's too high of an expectation to expect three Super Bowl titles. I already got one. Well, I don't think Sammy Watkins is going to be there for a long time, but go on, Stephen A. Go on, do your thing. Hey, a uh, new lineup on ESPN 690 here in town and really uh, ESPN across uh, the country from the national folks. Uh, it's been pretty good. I've enjoyed listening to it. Hope uh, you guys have as well. And uh, kind of different sound, a little fresh sound here as we enter football season. Uh, we might be getting stale 20, <laughs> 20 months in. Nah, man, we're never getting stale. We're always fresh. We're always spicy like those what? flaming hots. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say, to bridge the gap with everything, a, a little bit stale Cheetos, the the actual the puffs, isn't too bad. Not bad. I agree with They're you. They're all right, but they have to be a little stale. I agree with you. It's kind of like I also don't mind cold pizza or cold chicken wings, though. Yeah, the, the, those are actually good, but whatever with the stale cheese puffs. I close real puffs. quick update by the I way. Mean, do, do, do you feel masculine saying cheese puffs? <laughs> no. Do you, do, do, you, do you feel masculine saying puffs? I feel. No, but you know, like I you're... feel like Jalen Ramsey commercial with cheese puffs coming on. <laughs> <laughs> you said it on me. <laughs> but like cheese puffs, like if you're out tailgating, 
and they've been out for like an hour yeah, or two. I hear you, They're man. better than when you just it, opened. That's it. not bad. You're not. I don't think you're wrong there. It's got to be right. It's like it's kind of like an uncrustable. I mean, it, there's. <laughs> There's like there's not much leniency with an uncrustable. It's how like, old are you though, huh? You know, right? How old are you though? true. The uncrustable though yeah. is like a window of time where it's acceptable or the best five minutes of your life. <gasps> oh, but man. then after that or before that, it's not very good. So it's kind of like that with Cheetos, uh, regular ones. That is, we have a poll. Uh, we understand that everybody likes the jalapeno cheddar Cheetos Game as well, changers. but yep. this is not what the conversation is about. Stick to the topic, people. Stay <laughs> the course. And this is about where are we at right now with the with the flaming old, hot Cheetos or regular Cheetos. And I guarantee, if we could somehow break up an age group of people who voted, then it would be thirty-five and under for flaming hot Cheetos. It would where be thirty-six right and older. Where are we at right now? Sixty-one percent of the vote says regular Cheetos. Soft. You can't deal it's with so, this. Because so, it's, it's what's what's happened my country, Brent? You know, uh, no, I'm having that conversation. What happened to my country? I thought we used to be hardened. I thought we used to be proud Americans. And people are so soft right now with this non-flaming hot Cheeto pandemic. I hate it. I, I don't like what our country's becoming. Soft individuals. Cool. It was really quick update. Uh, fill in everybody on, on what you told us earlier. You have engagement pictures coming up next week. We talked about that earlier in the week, but today a, a little bit of a twist in the conversation. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nicole went out today with her day off and bought me two outfits for it. <laughs> like I thought just I was just going to throw on a polo and some nice pants or something. Didn't work. No, I got didn't pass the test. What, what did she buy you? Like, What kind of clothes are you talking? This is where I think Austin's not going to like... What she got me? She got oh, me know, just a gray yeah. V-neck and a white V-neck. Done. Done. Now come on. How old are you? Hey. <laughs> What's wrong with V-necks? How, how old are you? It's football season and I'm done bouncing at the cheesecake factory. How old are you? How old are you though? Got a new job. <laughs> how old are you though? I'm I am, sorry. I am 29. I'm sorry. Do you own a house with, with a backyard fireplace and have two twins? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> well then you're not established yet. So what you rocking a V-neck for? Hey, look, this is what she wants. Oh man, I mean. What, what you, wait, I told her Gray's hey, bold, though, because it's going to be hot. And what that, do you want, though, huh? Because it's both y'all, right? It just ain't her. What do you want? I want the I want the photos to go smoothly and quickly. Okay, then. I can Dude, honestly... I, I, listen, uh, by the way, unless I don't know something else that's out there, I only have one set of twins, not two. <laughs> my my um, bad. You know what I meant, though? <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Common mistake. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But I don't has has Cody ever bought you went out and bought you a couple outfits? She has. Really? I mean, it, it might have been a hint. Now, do I wear them? <laughs> hey, hey. Do, do you see me pull up to work sometimes? Yeah. No, I mean, I, no. I saw you get away from the camera, so she doesn't see. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's uh Listen, she bought me the Casey Musgrave shirt. I rocked that on yeah, occasion. Good point. She's brought me a couple like dress shirts. I just I never wear dress shirts though. Like if it's yeah. date night, then maybe I'll wear it. But on an everyday basis, no. You, you know how I operate, man. Just black. <laughs> just just black and gray and very plain colors. It doesn't get hot though. With, you know, I sweat, man. I sweat, man. And, you know, black's, black's classic. It's just how I get down. It is what it is. Yeah, that's why I'm a little worried about the gray shirt. I told her we probably should do the gray shirt with photos first. Do it first. I like I'll, that. Uh, I'll sweat through that pretty quick. I like it. What's going on in the NBA playoffs? Uh, the Nuggets, I believe, are beating the Jazz. It just went Did to Toronto. Did Toronto win? Or the Nets? Uh, Toronto. They did? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they were down. They won by a good bit. Oh, okay. Does Rudy Gobert have under 11 and a half rebounds? 
Being I, serious. I'm, I'm not sure right off the top of my head. I haven't looked, but I do know that he took a good uh, elbow to the face in the mm. beginning of the game from Jokic. Okay, good. So he might be hurt. All right, good, 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 good. Not say I'm just, just you know, things floating out there. No, I, I'm not a degenerate. I don't have a problem. We're, we're good. I lo- you got another eight, <laughs> you got, you got another 12 team parlay. Uh, no, man. No, I'm just doing single. I'm just doing single bets. I'm just doing prop bets. That's the greatest. You had like this parlay going where you had everything won. All you needed was the Bucks and the Lakers you, to win. You had to bring it up, didn't you? Bucks and Lakers to win. They both lost. Dude, so get this. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. One yeah. of them lost, but but yeah. I mean, I had like these crazy bets, and then it was the it was Sixers Celtics game. I had the under, and who bets the under? A very sick, deranged person like myself. Bet the under, it kept. So literally, I went to bed that night thinking, all I need for a 16 parlay that I put about three bucks down where I could get, obviously, a lot more back, all I needed was the Bucks and the Lakers to win. And you would think, Brent, that I slept like a baby, which I did, and I woke up the next morning thinking, I'm going to get a couple hundred bucks now because you know why? I just made the easiest bet of all time. Well, Milwaukee let me down, and thank God they did because if they would have won that game, then watching that Lakers game last night, I would have threw a fit, would have threw a tantrum. Uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, I'm just laughing at a couple of, uh, tweets and texts, uh, that I won't share right now. I have to, uh, consume them first. But, is, is it, am I in trouble? Uh, not, probably not. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so the Jaguars today released a slogan called Duval Together. New video out. Duval you kind of readjusted the video today. I throw a little Tim McGraw in there. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Duval Together. I kind of like it. Yeah. Like, that's a good playoff, the Duval, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Yeah. Video was very. Uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah it's t- times change. It's well, tough. Right. I, I will say this uh, about the Jags. I thought of this. You know, since uh, in the the Black Lives Matter movement and the protests here in Jacksonville, and they were the first team to kind of do that march right from the yeah. stadium to City Hall, and uh, or to JSO. And I, I'm not saying nothing's been done since then. We've just been very quiet on that front. I think there's been a lot of things behind. Yeah closed doors. I think it's still a lot of conversation. I think there was another, well, obviously Leonard Fournette held um, a protest as well, but it does feel, the idea when we talked about that back uh, a few months back was, okay, how are you going to keep this relevant still? How are you going to keep the conversations going? And this kind of said that to me. Mm-hmm. Did it to you? No, absolutely. Oh. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, like you know, there there was a lot of races represented in that video. I thought I thought it was great. I mean, it was essentially showcasing just how diverse of a place and how much of a melting pot of a place Jacksonville is. And that's really one of the reasons why I took to the city of Jacksonville. It's because it is so diverse. You can go to different areas of the city and to the beach and see different types of people, see all walks of life. And I enjoy that, man. That To me, that's what the country's all about. So I agree with you there. I mean, I think, listen, the, the message obviously was to showcase that this city is diverse and we take pride in that. And that's what I got from that video. Yeah, uh, yeah. me too. Of course, you would have to spin it around a little well, bit and put a little Tim well, McGraw in well, there. I mean, you know how I get down, bro. I can't take anything seriously ever. So, yeah, I had to put my own little twist on my on my little tweet out there. Check it out if you want to. If not, it's all good. I'm not going to sleep about it. But um, with that being said, though, I just thought, like, dang, are we talking about football? Are we talking about just life? And you know what? I guess this is the year, Brent, where, and let's be honest here, professional sports, they are transcending everyday life, 
right? Like the, the, there are similarities right now. There are, you know, it is kind of gelling together. So with that being said, I could get what Jacksonville trying to do here. Yeah, uh, me yeah. too. So check it out. Uh, the team tweeted the video today, probably on uh, Jaguars.com as well. A couple programming notes, too. Uh, first and 10 training camp tonight, once again, 1115 on CBS 47 and Fox 30. Every night of training camp, uh, 15 minutes at 1115, we do that show. Uh, oh, I got I to gotta share an email with you guys about that, too. Uh, and tomorrow we have Jaguars All Access, 7 o'clock. Now, it used to be at Mellow Mushroom, yeah. right? usually at Mellow Mushroom. Obviously, with everything going on, we're not doing it at the restaurant this year. We'll have it at the stadium, 7 o'clock though that show starts uh, tomorrow night uh, from the stadium uh, Jeff Lagerman and myself. Brent, can I have a word with you real quick? What did I do? Your neighbor um, I would like to ring the bell for the neighbor. Your neighbor Jenny. had some not nice words to say about me. I know. Well, read it, please. You, you can read it. I know, because i got to read something else. All right. If Austin, it must have been Austin, Texas, because he spelled my name wrong, A-U-S-T-I-N, off to a bad start, Janae. Mm. Uh, so if Austin, <laughs> Janae, Forrest Gump, yep, there we go. So she said if Austin had a V-neck tea, he'd have a little more ventilation and wouldn't sweat as much. Mm. Also, maybe if he's stuck with a good classic crunchy Cheetos rather than the spicy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think about that. I know it's dented. That's what I think about that. <laughs> the bell. There with the bell. Okay, so anyway, we do first and ten training camp uh, on yeah. CBS 47 and Fox 30. We get this email today, okay? Yeah, let's get ready with it. This is what we get okay. in TV land. I can't wait. The title is Stop Abusing Your Airtime. <laughs> A good start. For the last two nights now, you've allowed your sports segment at the 11 o'clock news to overrun into the rare live late show. I'm assuming that's Colbert. That's- Okay. Right? Okay. Because that's what's on CBS after. Okay. I think. Sure. I think. Yeah. <laughs> there was no, in capital letters, need for your ego-starved sports reporter to drag <laughs> out his sports report into 1145. I hope you don't do it again tonight, exclamation. You can easily cut the sports report short and stop, in capital letters, feeding your own egos. <laughs> So I had to actually check with like the, the the our people today because I'm like, well, wait a minute, we stopped the show at 11:32. That's when we always do it. Okay. Like we stopped the show and we always stop the show. Yeah. But I think everything got slid because of the uh, convention on Monday oh. night, and also because maybe some of the primary coverage or election coverage at the national folks. Yeah. We're doing yesterday. Yeah. And so the sports guys got. Hammered for it from this fine person. Well, obviously you're taking the brunt of somebody else's mistake. It's what it's what we do in sports. It's not isn't even it? a mistake. Well, I'm just I'm a miscommunication. Let's call it. Real question though. The guy obviously wants more politics. Isn't so it, he should have watched it earlier in the night. Well, isn't there more? I mean, there's more of that Stick tonight, to politics, though, right? Buddy. So there's more of that tonight, right? So you can expect another email okay. if you guys run. Oh, I hope so. But and by the way, say to close it out, say hey, we see you so and so whoever sent that email. And by, <laughs> by the way, hey, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little wave. Yeah, a little wave there. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to bring up his name. Yeah. Probably nice, nice guy. Yeah. He's one of those guys I'd say K to. K, lowercase K. I should just respond K. K, <laughs> do it. Do it, please. Hey, we'll keep you updated on the yawn front. We'll have it on first and 10 training camp tonight, 11-15 on CBS 47, Fox 30. Once again, the rumors are out there. Michael Lombardi reporting a deal could be close, but he's been doing that for the last couple of hours. Nothing has happened since. I've been told nothing is imminent, but we'll keep our eye on the yawn front. Meanwhile, live local loud coming up next with Nikki Football and Jerry Daniels. Hope you enjoy it. We'll see you on TV, CBS 47 and Fox 30. Thanks for hanging with us on ESPN 690. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.